Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Your bite-sized daily roundup of the biggest news from the world of film. This is The Daily Reel with Van Connor. Good morning, it's Wednesday, May the 19th, 32 years of the day since Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing premiered at the Cannes Film Festival, it's the day Roadhouse was released in 1989, Braveheart and Die Hard with a Vengeance came out in 1995, and Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace arrived to insane hype today in 1999. It's birthday to Oscar-winning Another Round director Thomas Vinterberg, The Imitation Game and Passengers Helmer Morton Tildum, and the awesome Grace Jones. And it's the day all of this was happening. Charles Grodin, the beloved curmudgeonly star of such hits as The Heartbreak Kid, Midnight Run, and Beethoven, has passed away at the age of 86. The Pittsburgh-born actor, who made his feature debut in Roman Polanski's controversial satanic horror adaptation Rosemary's Baby, is said to have died of bone marrow cancer in his home. Grodin found his big break opposite Sybil Shepard in Elaine May's 1972 rom-com The Heartbreak Kid, and would go on to have 70 TV and film credits to his name. Called one of the funniest people I ever met, by Steve Martin, Grodin had an immutable sense of comic timing that served him well when it came to his most notable role, that of the irritating and sensitive mafia accountant Jonathan the Duke Mardukas in Midnight Run. A thorn in the side of Robert De Niro's gruff bounty hunter Jack Walsh, the two's oddball comic energy powered Martin Brest's action hit to astounding critical and commercial success. In the mid-90s, Grodin moved away from regular acting, though, going on to host his own chat show for three years, where his affable, grumpy persona would win him legions of fans. An influential social justice advocate, the star was also a recipient of the William Kunstler Racial Justice Award, fighting to soften New York's Rockefeller drug laws, which disproportionately targeted and imprisoned men of colour. Grodin often called the change in these laws the single proudest moment of his life, due to its effect in helping those less fortunate. Grodin is survived by his second wife, Alyssa, their son, Nicholas, his granddaughter, Geneva, and his daughter from a previous marriage, Marion. So you're aware of all your behavior, yet you continue to do things that aren't good for you. That sounds sort of foolish, don't you think so, Jack? No. Stealing $15 million from Jimmy Serrano sounds foolish. I don't think I get caught. Now, that's living in denial. Prior to previous reports, it turns out Eric Barner was never asked to return to the role of Bruce Banner following his turn in 2003's Hulk. 
Between director Ang Lee's bizarre attempt and the Marvel Cinematic Universe's first go-around with the not-so-jolly green giant, Banner departed the role of the famous comic book scientist for <clears throat> greener pastures. As such, since the Edward Norton front of The Incredible Hulk's release in 2008, rumours have long persisted that Marvel Studios had asked Barnes to return, only for him to decline when the paycheck wasn't large enough. According to Banner, though, you didn't go into a superhero film thinking you were going to do more than one. That just wasn't in play back then. The expectations were not the way they are now. I approached it as a one-off. As such, the actor says he was never even approached to return, and was somewhat grateful for that given his general ambivalence to the genre. The latest actor to take on the Emerald Behemoth, Mark Ruffalo, has inhabited the role since 2012, and is, according to Barner at least, the one who worked it out. He found his stride. Meanwhile, Eric Barner can next be heard in the animated adventure Back to the Outback, due out later this year. Maybe once you were my father, but you're not now and you never will be. Is that so? And finally, it's that time again. Knives Out 2 has added another cast member, this time in the form of recent Oscar nominee and Murder on the Orient Express alum, Leslie Odom Jr. Fresh off of his buzzy turn in Regina King's One Night in Miami, the star will join a growing cast of franchise newcomers that includes Katherine Hahn, Dave Bautista, Janelle Monet, and the previously mentioned Edward Norton. Ryan Johnson's returning to write and direct, and Daniel Craig will also be back as esteemed directive Benoit Blanc, the man who solves it all with a southern drawl in a brand new mystery with entirely too many suspects. The feature will begin filming in Greece this summer, and is currently awaiting a release date. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know change gonna come. In cinemas from today, you can see Pedro Moldovar's The Human Voice, complete with a Q&A by a Moldovar and star Tilda Swinton, hosted by Mark Kermode, no less. While on Netflix, you can stream the Oscar-winning World War II documentary The Last Days, Mubi are adding Death Will Come and She'll Have Your Eyes, and Amazon Prime are adding Detective Pikachu and Pitch Perfect 2. On Freeview today, there's a Jet Li double bill with Cradle to the Grave and Fearless on the Paramount Network. You can see The Quiet Ones and Brandon Cronenberg's Viral on the Horror Channel. Sony movies are showing Krull, Bridge to Terabithia, Premium Rush and Southern Fury. The remake of Footloose, Spielberg's War of the Worlds and Dark Encounter are on Film 4. And on ITV4, there's Passenger 57 and Rush Hour 2. While the Sky Cinema are now premiere today is the underground fight club action at Knuckle Dust. That was the Daily Reel for Wednesday, May 19th. Keep it cinematic, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Daily Reel is a Candy Saw production, presented by Van Connor and written by Calvin Prickett. All information is correct at the time of writing, and source links are in the description for each episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on all good podcast platforms, or ask Alexa to install the Daily Reel skill for your morning flash briefing. Follow the show on social at Daily Reel Pod, and we'll be back every weekday. Until then, keep it cinematic. Drink great gin. Make a difference. We handcraft our gins with only the finest botanicals and use our profits to support charities and initiatives that provide relief to struggling hospitality workers. Visit hospitalitygin.co.uk to find out more. Hospitality Gin. Drink great gin. Make a difference.